Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Oh, my stars. It's Rudy Radio, ladies and gentlemen, episode 67. My God, that was a great year. Anyway, sitting on my sofa all alone this time, but I got so much shit on it, uh, it's, uh, it's, the cats can't find a space. It's me, Russell, in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> also without cats. In Toronto, it's Darcy. <laughs> hey, you should have a cat. I think you and Kari would love a cat, and you've had cats in the past. You're a cat man, and she's a cat lady. Why That's not true. have a cat together? I don't know. It just uh, doesn't one feel cat, right. Yeah, one cat, no cat genie. There are such things as indoor cats. She would love that window ledge, all that sun that comes in there. She would love it. We've talked about it. We've talked about like adopting like an older, maybe like an indoor cat that's, you know. Yes. That we don't have to break Both its spirit death. and make it stay inside. You know, because we're on the second floor. There's no way. Actually, there's a guy in the building who takes his cat out on a leash. <laughs> Do you know what hospital he goes to for therapy? <laughs> the cat As seemed, well. The cat doesn't want to like run around. Just it stays on the leash. Just it doesn't. Uh, you know, it just hangs out. That just seems so unnatural. But I remember uh, on Acadia Street, uh, on my way to Richmond School, grade school, way way back in the day, uh, Mrs. Cameron had cats. She had two cats, and she had them leashed, uh, tied in leashes, and they just hung out on the front lawn, and they were cool. And that's just the way that they grew up, and they were used to it, and you know, and there was never any problem. Mm-hmm. But it's unnatural, I think. Yes. You know, <laughs> just unnatural for cats. You know, they're not as wild. So my cats are free-range kitties. But they don't like the outdoors, though. I mean, they go out, but they won't stray far from the door, right? They don't go far from the door. And actually, one time, uh, Spock went all the way uh, to the other side of the stairs and jumped down in the well. So I think she got confused. She said, wait a moment, I live down in one of these things. But it just happened to be the (laughs) wrong one. So I went and got her. And as soon as she saw me, you know, she jumped up and she just re- bolted right back inside the apartment. And that's the way it is with all of them. They go out on the, and they're maybe five feet out on the lawn in front of my windows or on the stairs, curled up, looking down and sleeping, you know. And uh, the moment I saw, oh, no, okay, you've been out too far or I've got to go somewhere. I just go walk over to them and they see me, their eyes open wide and they just jet right back inside this place. I love it. I don't know why they do it, but I'm glad they do. You don't know what you did to cause this agoraphobia in your cats? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I just find it puzzling that they just bolt right back into the safety of their, you know, the tranquility of their chambers. <laughs> it's, it's, it saves me trouble. Uh, there was one time, uh, Worf got a little far, and, uh, you know, I wasn't being a good parent, and I had left the, the patio door open, uh, and Worf snuck out. And actually, you know what? I think I was a good parent. I think the screen was actually broken. And she pushed out through the screen. And I had the windows open. It was a nice, warm, sunny evening. It might have been late spring, but close to summer. And all of a sudden, I heard cats squealing. What in the hell is that? So I looked for all my cats, and I couldn't find Worf. And I said, oh, Lord. I went out, and I heard the screaming in the, in the kitchen window here, which is on the side of the driveway. So I went out looking for her, took a flashlight, and I'm thinking, okay, where is she? And she's a charcoal gray cat. You know, she'd be the hardest one to find at night. Right. So, you know, so I took the flashlight, and I was looking for her. 
And I found her in the back, and she was underneath the car. She was all crunched down underneath the car, and my eyes, or the, uh, the flashlight caught her eyes. And I said, Worf! I pulled that cat out and got her in the apartment. That cat had her ass bed all up and down, all up and down the driveway. That's what happened to her. She was cut and dirty. Really? I kicked her ass right up and down that driveway, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that orange cat that comes around and terrorizes them through the window. It was amazing. Yeah, I said, as big as she is, and I'm thinking cling on my ass. You know, wharf. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, some cat put the boots right to her. <laughs> yeah, so she's, uh, uh, they don't shy away anymore. Just one beating's enough, eh, Worf? <laughs> yeah, those poor little kitties. So I think you should get one. And don't get an old one that's close, you know, close to death. Or, or, excuse me, already broken in, I mean. You know, get a young one so that they just get used to that environment. The cat uh, won't want to go out. The cat won't want to go out if they don't know what outside is. That was the case with my cats. I never had a problem. There was never a time when they were up on the windows howling their asses off to get out. Even when I have the windows and things all closed in the wintertime. Really? It, it, they know, okay, it's outdoor season. You know, so they're out there in the summertime. But in the wintertime, you know, after being outside, they don't squeal at the windows to be let out or claw at the patio, well, data claws at the patio door. She does this trading thing. And even in my old apartment, I had a, a French door on my bedroom that I salvaged. And she would sit on the chest behind it, and she would just be there with her paws scratching at the glass. It's the most ridiculous thing. It's funny, but it's so data. She does that, but you know, but she doesn't meow and scream while doing it. She just likes to claw at the glass. I think rubbing her nails on the smoothness of the glass is therapeutic for her. I had a cat that always wanted to get out. Like, we kept it inside. This is Bailey. I think you met this cat. Yes. Yeah, the um, orange cat. Mm -hmm. I sure do. Yeah. So when I first had got, Yeah, well, I, I first had her, and yeah. we kept her inside, but she wanted to go out, like, no matter what. Like, the door opened, she was, like, she was trying to get out. We had to, like, always watch for the cat to keep her from going out. Like, she really you know what wanted that mean? to... She hated us, I think. <laughs> well, no, but you know, you know, she didn't hate. She loved her. She was a sweetheart. But you know what that meant? No, that was when we were not when I was living with Pat. This was, I was living with okay. the three other guys, and maybe oh. she did hate us. Well, at, at one, one point, girl, at one point, we had to let her out among three, four guys. She was just nervous. We eventually let her out, and we okay. We cut it out. Shut up. Okay. We eventually let her out, and we were on the first floor, so we could open the window in the living room. And she would jump out. We were about like maybe six feet off of the uh, off the deck there in the back. Okay. And so she could actually jump down and jump back in, the, jump up the six feet to get back in. Was she ever outside before that? No. Oh, but she weird. always okay. wanted to go out. She just had to escape our place. Now, mind you, there's four guys living in a two-bedroom apartment. It was yeah, kind of filthy. Maybe it was the smell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it was the smell. She had to go for fresh air. I don't know. But I shouldn't talk about smell. But I've taken serious steps to defunct this place. Serious Hello? steps? Serious steps. I mean, you've already gone and bought one of these steam it. carpet cleaners. Like, what are we talking about serious? I mean, you, it sounds like it's serious already. You, you have hardware well, involved. Yeah, you've, hardwood you've, you've purchased it. You don't just rent a little carpet shampoo. You've bought yeah, this I stuff. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it specifically for pets. And I mean, uh, oh, you know, and I mean, the Bissell Pro Heat, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know pet, uh, machine <laughs> is what it is. It's per it does a great job of taking the, uh, the cat fur off of the carpet. And what I like so much about it is that it doesn't suck the fur up inside the machine. 
it go, it blobs the machine up into little you know little blobs that you can just pick up with your index finger and thumb and throw in the garbage. Yummy. So yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's delicious. So I mean, it's easy cleanup. But you know, the problem is that this 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 is my guess. Okay, there's no underlay underneath the carpet. Okay, so it doesn't have that cushion of sponge and air. Air being the most important thing. So when the carpet gets wet, you know it dries faster. So here's this carpet just sitting on hardwood floor and. And the water doesn't evaporate fast enough, and it gets all skanky. And the funk, and I'm telling you, I've been just dosing this thing with deodorizer this, deodorizer that. People, if you're going to the Home Depot and you need carpet deodorizer, forget about it. Don't buy that Zep shit. It's got a name, Z-E-P, Zep. That should tell you. That's as bad as Acme this and Acme that on Roadrunner, you know? <laughs> Don't buy Z- Z- e- anything with Z-E-P on it that says it's, it cleans and deodorizes your carpet. Wait, sure, let me, it smells let- like lemons. But it doesn't work. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So you said, like, the, because you don't have an underpad, mm-hmm. it dries slower? Yeah, it dries slower because, you know, the thickness of the carpet, there's air just on one side. There's not air on both sides. With that underlay stuff, it's sponge. Oh, but air can okay, get in there. okay. Yeah, I, I sort yeah. of see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, so it just gets, you know, the air. And I mean, I put a fan on it, and I took the fan and laid face down, and, and I would just move it around. I'd leave it here for an hour and <laughs> face down. You know, and it's still, it's even that didn't dry the carpet, you know, in those spots. And, you know, I couldn't get all the water out. So at the bottom of the carpet where the fibers, where the, the meshes that all this, the carpet is glued to, the, the white backing, the backing, the water stays down there and it crawls underneath and it spreads. You need one of those industrial fans that are made for carpet drying. I used yeah, to work I, for a company that, that actually sold those. Yeah. And Jeez, uh, they were amazing. And we turn those on in the summer. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm not buying one of those, though. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I did major work. You want to know what I did? Let's, I'm of gonna, course you do. Yes. Of course you do. I yeah. cut the carpet up. You cut the carpet up. I cut the carpet up. And you threw it away. Nope. Aww. I cut the carpet up in strips. This is the last the last ditch attempt to save it. Uh, it's four foot strips. I pushed the sofa into the dining room and I measured out four feet and I cut across from the hallway uh, to three feet away from the wall. And I cut two strips like that, four by uh, uh, they're four by, I think ten, uh, four by eight. There's two strips like that and I stuck them with hot water and soap and shit in that tub and I mean I was heavy on the soap pine saw and shit uh, and I soaked it and brushed it with my you know, with the plunger to the, the you know to beat it up in the in the tub and then I rinsed it twice and the last rinse water I used that as soap because it wasn't that dirty I used added soap to that and put the second strip in uh, and the third strip is the one that ran underneath the window which is just three feet wide and that's in there now while well, piece number two is standing up rolled up around the agitator in the washer so the water runs down <laughs> no yes man <laughs> what I did. I want a picture of that. I want a picture. Sure. I, I had to do that. You know, I, I, I had to pry it up so the water drained out of it as much as it could, you know, uh, and pull it up on the toilet, uh, you know, so the water dripped down to the tub as much as I could so I could lift it. My back is still a mess, and I mean, heavy carpet, I didn't need to do that. Especially, yeah, so wet carpet. To, yeah, man. So I was able to do that and... Uh, and uh, so there's one piece uh, that's in the washer now standing up while there's another piece washing in the sink. And the first piece after going through both of those stages is outside uh, getting the air blown out or getting, you know, Mother Nature is blow drying it. So tell you know, me this. I, are you going to put this back together like so that 
All nobody the floors knows. still cut. Really? Okay, so yeah. So nobody knows I cut up the carpet. <laughs> but I have to, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Someone's gonna to know. Say, well, yeah, I guess I told a few people this night. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's the and I washed the floor because I mean the floor was funky too underneath it. So I took some cleaner and I wiped the floor down, crawling around on my knees, wax on, wax off. You know that sort of motion to to wipe the wash the floor. Yeah, it's people. I hope you're never in a position where you have to clean your floor like that, crawling around on your knees. That's olden day shit or injury shit. It's really uncomfortable. Your knees get all, you know, with the the cleaner and shit, crawling around. You get a little burning. You don't want that on your knees. You know what? People usually when they have nice hardwood floors, mm-hmm. they they leave them. <laughs> they don't throw carpet on top of them. Well, I know I have parquet floor here, but it's just a comfort thing for me. I grew up with comfort uh, with carpet all through my, you know childhood so throw it on uh, an area rug and a runner in the hallway and and something well you can... i don't have anything in the hallway that's the hardwood floor that's where the beauty hard beautiful hardwood floor comes out oh you it's already got rid of that carpet i forgot yeah you used yeah, to have I that carpet that. though i used to have this thing that i cut up in strips that was green <laughs> and yellow and i oh lord and i mean i let it run the whole length it went across the sofa because the carpet underneath was funky you know, and I thought, okay, let me spray a bunch of that uh, carpet deodorizing powder, powder down that you vacuum up. I'd sprinkle a bunch of that and just leave it and put this other carpet over the top of it in the strips. And I ran that all the way down the hallway. You know, it's like, and I cut it up and made the thing. You know, I pieced it together. It's, we're talking, what's the distance? That's 25 feet. That's a lot of carpet cutting. <laughs> well, and it's dollar store tape and duct tape from the dollar store. It's also a lot of time to spend on this podcast to talk about. I didn't think this was going to come up at all. This didn't end up in our uh, our pre-show meeting. It um, didn't, yeah. Oh, my God, it's 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So people, you know, I had yeah, to cut up my carpet. But it smells so much nicer here in here without the carpet. But, hey, it'll smell nicer when it's clean because it's got soap scents, you know. But the, the place looks bigger. I have to say it. Uh, the place looks bigger with the, without the carpet. Well, try and get rid of it. Get a nice pair of slippers. Yeah, I've been using my army wool socks as slippers, but I've been just wearing those out left, right, and center. The ones I have on have terrible holes in them that really <laughs> should be in the garbage. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. so there you go, people. All right, so back to the script. I hear you have uh, some uh, court reporter stuff. Oh, I do. Yeah, people finally have a court reporter. I have two ridiculous ones, but I'll tell one and leave you hanging for the other one. Seeing as how I babbled so much about my carpet. All right, Got before it. we the start. Before we start. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Court Reporter. Do, do, do. Oh, sorry, the music already played. So this court, <laughs> this court reporter comes from, this is, uh, I was sitting in the courtroom of Judge Marilyn Emiliano, the People's Court, and there was a young lady in there suing her contractor. Uh, she was suing him because she felt she overcharged him with, uh, you know, on the billing. She overcharged? Ladies, no, he overcharged her. No, he overcharged her. Excuse what me. What was being uh, done? Billing. Uh, she had to have her kitchen renovated. You know, so it's ceramic, tile, countertops, cabinets, all of those things. So what, uh, what he was doing was that when he was billing her, he would give her a price. Uh, well, he would go, you know, take the money and go buy the materials. But when he gave her the receipt, he would mark in with his, whole, his own hand. If it, the, the item cost, say a countertop cost $79, he would mark a one in front of the seven nine and make it one hundred and seventy nine dollars. That's quite the markup. The, oh, totally. So he was doing that on every item. If it was a nine, uh, or excuse me, if something was nineteen dollars, he would turn the one into a four. 
just, it was just brutal. So he was doing shit like that. And he was buying things uh, for other jobs on her dime, probably his own house, and charging them to her. So the woman... She said, hmm, this is odd. This really seems odd. And where are these things? I didn't ask for any of these, and I don't see this stuff, these items in my house. Uh, so she went to the store uh, and investigated and asked, okay, I have this number for this item. What item is this? And she found out it was those things, uh, like something that uh, was used for construction. I forget what it was, but it wasn't what she needed for her kitchen. You know, but he just put the code number, you know, the code number was written on it. So she investigated everything. She said, okay, what's the price of this and what's the price of that? So that's how she found out that she, uh, she was being cheated by this guy. So she wouldn't let him come back to her, uh, come back to the house and, you know, finish the job. And she was suing him for the cost of, uh, for being cheated and to have her kitchen, you know, uh, finished. Right. Unfortunately, she didn't get all that money. She got the money back that she was cheated and the difference, uh, because the judge said felt, well, since he did do some work, he should get paid for that. So she gave him the, uh, gave the woman after her winning her case and doing such a great job of investigating the amount of money she was cheated plus the difference, uh, the price that it would cost to have her kitchen finished. But can you imagine that guy doing that? And he was upset. He was belligerent. He was pissy as hell because he got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you imagine $19 and turning the one into a four? So people, get receipts. And if you're listening to this, you fucker over at the Petrocanda station who wouldn't give me the receipt for the beer I bought last night. You know, it wasn't a big thing, but I didn't appreciate your attitude. <laughs> get your receipts. That's what I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. Now you have to explain that. What what happened? Well, I went to the uh, I went to the to the Petro Canada just before one o'clock, eleven o'clock uh, beer cutoff time to buy some beer and take some beer bottles back. Uh, so I took forty. People not bottles. familiar with with Russell's uh, location in Montreal. This is the closest point of access for beer. Is the is yeah, the, it's just, but it's like a full station. little convenience store in the gas station. It's totally, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, this uh, also got an A&W in there too, right? That's and, right, it sure does. Talk about convenience. Yeah. Hey, fast food. Hmm, that rings a bell. But yeah, anyway, I just took my 48 empties back, and I wanted to get two of those 1.18 liter bottles of beer. I didn't get the 10.1%, I only got the 7.1%, because, I mean, it was close to bedtime, and I didn't <laughs> want to risk back, having a headache. Yeah. Sure. You know, I wanted beer, beer, not wine, beer. Right. Okay, so I got the 79 and I finished both of them, but this is it. Okay, there was a new guy there. It seemed to be a new guy because, I mean, he wasn't really confident, you know. Uh, my beer came to, or the price of the beer came to $9.41. And I said, okay, and I brought empties back. Uh, how many? I said 48. So the kid goes over and checks. And, I mean, it looks like he's actually counting. He's having issues with <laughs> multiplying 24 by 2. Okay, so he comes back and says, okay, $4.80. He says, yes, $4.80. But he, then he says to me, okay, $5. But it doesn't push any more buttons on the cash register. He doesn't subtract the deposit. So it gives me $0.40 cents back. And I said, are you sure? And he says, yeah. Positive? Yes. I said, okay, can I have the receipt? And in the meantime, the manager, that little fucker that, with the shitty attitude, he's an old guy and he's crabby. And he's been crabby to me before. But this mm-hmm. is the third time. He won't be crabby to me again. So he comes over and prints off a, a report. He sticks his hand, just jumps right in there and prints what he said was his report. And I mean, I'm asking for the receipt. And he said, well, you should ask for the receipt before, you know, right away. And I said, what? He just gave me my change back. This is right away. You know, he said, well, I can't give you the receipt because uh, he just printed his report. And I mean, the young kid was right. You know, I was grilling him, but I just wanted him to have some confidence. He seemed nervous. He paid me uh, 40 <laughs> cents back. You know, he, he gave me one more cent you know, than I was actually entitled to. So his math was good, but he just didn't seem so sure of himself. 
I was trying to help him. And that old bastard, I think he might be an assistant manager, stuck his nose in there and just, was just pissy. Like, that was too late in the night to have a shitty attitude thrown at you. Well, it was also too late in the night for someone to come in. You know, like, he was like, he's printing his day-end reports. He well, wants, no, it he was wants to 11 o'clock. You know. It's a 24-hour store. Yeah, you still got to... <laughs> You still got to run your receipts at at certain intervals, right? You close off at certain hours. That's not my fault. (laughs) You just don't have the right luck. You just you. (laughs) Whatever happened to the customer being always right? You know, all I wanted was a receipt. I didn't want attitude. I have enough for that. You're always right. Well, I'm not always right. You know, geez. But I mean, I just wanted my receipt. Don't I have that right? I sure do. People get your receipts. Look how it helped that woman out in the court reporter segment of this podcast. Oh, by the way, we need to tie that down. Oh. <laughs> we need to book so there you out. Go. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. You know, but I got the beer. The beer was delicious. And hey, and uh, I got home in time to see that Gladiator was coming on. So that was nice. It was nice watching that. And I, cry- I couldn't believe it. I cried. I- how many times have I seen that? I started crying at the end of Gladiator. Like, who does that? It's what's well, a moving movie. It is. It's beautiful. Touching. Yeah, it really is beautiful. But I, I never cried in it before. You never I cried mean, before with that movie? Well, not with Gladiator. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they I had may have. <laughs> you, you, you may have. Well, good. <laughs> it might have happened. Like such, oh well, good. I don't feel like such a loser now. Thank you for sharing that with us. Good. All right. Hey, it was a beautiful movie, and I have it on VHS, and I think I'll watch it again sometime. It's much better without the commercials. Mm-hmm. Like every movie is. Well, I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying uh, the Netflix still. And, oh, uh, right on. My one month uh, free ends this week, yep. I think. Ends on Thursday. But I'm going to hang on to it for sure. I've, I've already okay. decided I'm going to keep it. What will it cost you per month? Uh, eight bucks. Wow. It's a good deal. That's, I guess that's that's not that's nothing. Holy yeah. cow. And... Um, I I I was waiting for a, a a disc I could put in my Wii so I could watch it on my Nintendo Wii. That okay. didn't show up. I had to go and say I didn't receive it and send me another one. That one hasn't shown up yet either. But in oh, the meantime, wow. on Monday, anybody who's uh, doing this free trial of Netflix and has a Wii, you can now just go to the the Wii uh, store on the like when you're on the Wii console and actually purchase um, the Netflix application that runs without the disc. So you don't even need the disc anymore. So, Wow. So it's That's great. awesome. So instead of hooking That's up a laptop to my TV or whatever, I can just fire up the Wii and, and, uh, and watch whatever and watch I watch like. it right it's on great. the television. That's great. How convenient. I love it. Yeah, how, does it well, how does it, like, when it, when it comes to your bandwidth, how does that, you know, you get X number of megabytes or whatever or download or something, what do you call that, you know, uh, with your, your yes, internet true. plan? No, yes. That, that, how does that? that 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 could be a problem if I was somebody who watched it all the time. Okay. I might watch it. But I I probably watch maybe almost an hour a day. Wow, well that's um, all. Jeez. You don't get any extra charges on your home bill on your No, phone I bill. have enough. Like I last month I came up against about 75% of my total my total usage. Um, oh wow. Okay. So I haven't but, bumped up against it, but uh, we'll see. Well, like I said, I don't have enough time to to watch it too much, but uh, but maybe well, probably at least an hour a day though. Well, that's good. Jeez, I wish I could say I watched an hour of television a day only. <laughs> no, no, I watch regular TV. I just I'm just saying, oh, just this okay, service. That's right, Netflix. Yeah, like I'll have the news on. You know, like that's often in the background almost all day. But the so, news. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, of course. The news. <laughs> you know, I saw the news today. This is this is <laughs> Colleen Jones uh, from uh, from Halifax. Halifax. Yeah, on CBC News World, she did a story on the KFC double down sandwich. Oh, <laughs> now this is this is the genius of this sandwich. They say it's the their highest selling sandwich of all time for KFC. Really? And the reason is they have because that croc thing. I know, I know this well it's the big crunch or if you're oh. in Quebec the super croc. croc. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh I think it's it's sold more than anything else because everyone talked about it because it's so off the wall. Like no one the CBC's not going to do a story whenever um you know A&W comes out with a new uh Uncle Burger, or you know, like Burger <laughs> King comes out with the, the Angus, yeah, whatever. But this thing that has no bread on it, and you know, people are, with no bread. people are freaking out at how unhealthy it is. That mm-hmm. makes news, and this is why it's going to make tons of money. Now, it goes away November 14th here in Canada, so get it while you can. And I think that's the whole Our point. Torment. Pe- people are going to go All and right. get it, people are going to go get it the once, and then you're done. Oh, what a scam. I didn't know that. I thought it might be around for a while. But... No, well, limited awesome. time here. I mean, the States might stick around. Who knows? But, I mean, again, it's doing so well here because of the hype. Uh, so, you've tasted it? I have. I've tasted it. Okay. One word to describe it in three, two, one, salty. That's it. That's the word. Oh, Darcy. <laughs> Holy fuck. I, I didn't realize you wanted me to say that, but that's it. That's it. It's salty. It's incredibly salty. I'm not going back for another one. It's that salty. Like, okay, so it's not just me. Okay. No, 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 no. Like, I, I, I actually thought maybe some, someone there spiked it on me because, like, I'm sick of making these goddamn things. I hope no one comes back for them and throws it through a bunch of salt on it because it was so salty. Salty. That's the first bite I'm thinking, oh, okay, it's interesting. Uh, maybe there's too much salt. You know, the second bite, mm, yeah, there is a lot of salt. And, yeah, it seems to be very salty. Third bite, and by, I mean, time it was gone in five bites because, I mean, it was small for six ninety nine. It is not very and, big. Uh, yeah, you know, and I said, okay, by the time I ate the whole thing, I said, damn, that thing was salty. And yeah, I'm not going to go for it. I, I won't go for another one of those. I had the Super Croc. Dirty Bird made its money off of me. And uh, so from now on, when they get my dollars, it'll just be on the chicken. It's, uh, yeah, I just, it's salty as hell. It's crazy, like, because I like, I like salty food. I'll put salt, I put usually put extra salt on a lot of food I eat. Mm-hmm. I really like salty food. This was. This is like, you know, when you make a mistake, you know, like you, you like <laughs> yeah, you the, the shaker back. comes up, the top of the shaker comes <laughs> <It> off. Comes off. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to eat the food. It tasted, and it had like that, like salty, like, uh, like iodized table salt kind of almost That's metallic right. taste in my mouth. Crazy. Yeah. It's like I the cheese was salty, bacon was salty, the sauce was salty. And then you're getting, you're getting four, you know, four layers of, of the chicken skin, like the breading. That's right. That's in it. every both bite, because you know, yeah, both sides too the bread. much. I liked how the I liked how the bacon crunched. My bacon was crunchy. Okay, I didn't, I didn't yeah. get so much crunch. Um, was, now, did yours stay that? together? Was it easy no. for you to eat? Like it, like it break broke apart, right? No, it fell apart. And I yeah. mean, of course, that bag that it comes in. I mean, I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, it's in a box, and inside the box, the sandwich is in a bag. You know what? I can't say that that meat thing is in a in a bag. And I'm without that bag, forget about it. Because, of course, there's no bread, so it's yeah. not a fancy 
call it what they want. The bag is like, like bag. to describe the bag, it's kind of like um, you'd get like a Jamaican patty in or maybe yeah, like a, a, a toasted bagel in or something like that. Like it's a. It was like a, like, you know what? The fr- McDonald's, like the small French fried envelope with the top <laughs> and the side open. Yeah. It's like one of those. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, you know, you need that. Otherwise, if you don't. You know, if you don't have it, it's it's going to be a hell of a messy thing. And I mean, at the bottom of that bag, I mean, of course, there's sauce and there's bacon because, like I said, you know, or like you mentioned, it it falls apart. Well, so there's no way you can get two pieces of chicken that are identical. Like with a bun, you know, the tops right. and bottoms are going to match. With chicken, well, say, they don't match yeah, up. That's true, but I don't have to tell you this. They certainly found some small breasts. I think they need those chickens to let them grow up a little. <laughs> the smallest breasts. Yeah, it was six ninety nine. It's the same price there. Uh, yes, it was. And I, uh, yeah. I just got the sandwich. Did you get just the sandwich or did you get a combo? I just got the sandwich. Okay. I just got the sandwich. Yeah, I didn't get the combo for eight ninety nine. I said, no, 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 no. But hey, I did get two pieces of chicken. I asked for two thighs because they're a duck 49. I said, oh, you get chicken on top of the sandwich? Yeah. Well, not with it, just, you know, individually. And they put in another little small box because I needed something. I was kind of hungry and I wanted something to snack on while I was driving. I, I understand they didn't add them to your sandwich. But... Oh, no, 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 no. God, no. I knew they I'm were on the side. I'm having a hard time with just the, way, the makeup of this thing as it is. You know, like you said, bread it, you know, with bacon, cheese, and that salt, that salty sauce. I oh. mean, yeah, it's just a big salty mess. Well, it's too bad. I was I was really kind of hoping that you'd say that you really enjoyed it, and I would think maybe I went to the wrong place, and I will try it again. But now that you said that, I'm still going to try it again because Kari's home. She's going to be working from home on Friday, and we're going to go. And I'm gonna, she wants to try one, so I'm going to get one, and we'll split it. I'm going to get the I'm going to get the big crunch sandwich as well because I like that sandwich. That is a great. I enjoyed sandwich. that too. I enjoyed that too. Um, yeah. So I'm going to get one of those and the double down, and we'll split each one and uh, compare. The experiences. You know this is an outrageous thought, but you could take those double down sandwiches and like a, take a bunch of them and throw them in your driveway and it would melt the snow. They're that salty. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, it's pretty crazy, but people, yeah. So I wonder if there's any listeners out there that, that have tried the, the double down sandwich now that it's arrived. Please let us know what you think. Any real listeners? Yeah, well, they're all real listeners. <laughs> okay. They're people. They're all real. Hey, happy birthday, Hallie. I hope she doesn't listen. I hope she does. She may learn something. She'll learn today that the Super Croc is a salty sandwich, and she'll also learn that it's important to get receipts. The Super Croc is a much much less salty. You mean the Double Down is salty. Super Croc is fine. I never had a problem. You did. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's the big crunch for everybody outside of crunch. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Big crunch. Yeah, so this is an educational episode. And uh, we, we've done it. We've blown through the 30 minutes. I just want to uh, quickly mention oh. before we go that um, tomorrow, or probably the day, 20th tomorrow of October. I go Hello? Oh, Darcy, you're being hosed. Yeah, I just totally lost you there. Oh, it's because I was uh, I switched open a, a web page. I should never do that. Oh. My poor little computer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I know where you can get a great laptop. A great deal on a laptop. October 20th. October 20th. Woohoo. That's tomorrow for us, but uh, probably uh, today for everybody else. It's uh, Wear Purple for Spirit Day. Oh, I didn't know that. I've got a purple turtleneck sweater. I'll wear that. You better. I it's... Go to physio. I'll wear it to physio. Do it. It's uh, wearing purple to end anti LGBT bullying. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, that's good. Bullying is terrible. Not good people. I wasn't saying that bullying was good. Yeah, it's bad. It's terrible. 
You know, so yeah, I wear purple for that. I didn't know that. And there's been a lot of uh, high um, publicized suicides, and uh, oh. got a lot of media attention. It sort of rallied this little gra- uh, grassroots movement to uh, have this. I don't think sp- this is a new thing. I think this is Spirit Day. It's the first time. Um, there is another Spirit Day. I think in like February or something. Anyway, wear purple tomorrow. I don't think I have anything. Every purple. day should be Spirit Day. There you go. Wear purple every day. Yeah, I'm going for physio. People pray for me. You need a nice massage. Come on. I know. I have eight more weeks left. That's uh, eight more massages. That's right. In Toronto, this is Darcy. In Montreal on the sofa with Wharf now, all curled up in a ball. It's Russell saying good night and thanks for tuning in. Wish me luck tomorrow as I come back hurting. Keep your carpets clean, people. Talk to you next week. And stay away from Zep. There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley. Music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect. Available at CDBaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, RudyRadio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. We love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.